bunch you know what time it is it's time for another episode of the jungle gyms podcast if you're a new listener welcome to the show i'm mark i'm your host and if you're a longtime listener to the show thank you for listening to the show and i should remind both of you that this is available on youtube if you want to watch along we're a really visual store i think it helps sometimes and i like images what can i say i own at least one mirror this week is a very special episode of the Jungle Jim's podcast. Not only am I joined by Jungle Jim himself, uh, but we're doing a really fun event here coming up this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, at the Oscar Station. It's an Ohio liquidation, I believe was the clever name that was <laughs> that came up for it. So we're joined today as well by Jim Canepa, who is the superintendent of liquor for the state of Ohio and uh, depending on your age a lot of you heard me say Super Nintendo and then are thinking about the Simpsons right now but all that aside we're doing a really interesting event so what's going on here is that these are all kinds of bottles of booze that are from you name it uh, it could be anything from something as simple as like some Fruity Pebbles vodka or it could be an incredibly rare and expensive bourbon and all of this is going to be on sale this weekend here at Jungle Gyms in Fairfield at the Oscar Station for 40% off. Look, I know we're a crazy place, but this seems a little insane to me even. I'm really excited to go check out. It's a great time. If you are one of those people that has a fancy little uh, little bar or a, a cave of some sort that you like to retreat to, now is the time to stock the shelves. I highly recommend you come in. Look, people are going to be going crazy for this stuff. And while we'll talk about this at length in the actual interview itself and you know, revealing all kinds of interesting facts about how the state of Ohio handles liquor sales and what their role is and how Ohio's kind of a unique place for liquor uh not the only state that's unique like that but you know we live here so it's exciting to us but uh in addition to all this they're going to be doing giveaways of bourbon barrels and other kinds of barrels empty of course uh raffled out throughout the entirety of the day so this kicks off this saturday october 8th at 11 a.m at the oscar station there's a ton of information on junglegyms.com if you go to our events page or if you want you can also check out uh ohio's liquor page at ohlq.com they also have an events page and i believe they were the ones that came up with the liquidation name again i can't stop saying it so let's just dive right into this i want you to all learn with me i learned a lot about liquor laws how it's sold all kinds of things that i would never thought to ask so let's jump into the interview in progress here at jungle and jim Oh, two gyms. Good. Doing podcasts is not my first choice and things to do. Cool. But <laughs> Thank I you. was told that Jungle has this podcast thing and he would be happy if you would be on it with him. And I'm like, OK, of course, I'll do, of course I'll I'll do it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Jim, maybe you should introduce yourself just so we know why this I'm is I'm so Jungle Jim's son. <laughs> yeah. Jim. For the third marriage. He's <laughs> third yeah. marriage. We want to bring that up, yeah, yeah, you know, no. relative activity. Here. <laughs> uh, Jim Canepa, I'm the uh, superintendent for OHLQ, the Division of Liquor. Oh, that's a, an amazing title, and I, I'm maybe uh, how should I say this? Explain it like I'm five. What exactly does that mean? That means the state of Ohio um, does two things: it licenses and permits everybody who sells alcohol. So bars, restaurants, drive-throughs, jungle gyms. You've got you know, bars all over the place in the two locations you have, 
um, you sell wine, you sell beer. Mm -hmm. So do bars, we permit all those things. We permit all the summer festivals, uh, special events, things like that. Um, We also then, that's one side of the house, the permitting piece. And then on the other side, all the spiritus liquor, which is 42 proof and up, the state is the wholesaler. Okay. So in other words, uh, vodka, gin, cordials, rum, bourbon, scotch, all the categories that you see in OHLQ liquor agencies, like the one here in Jungle Gyms, mm-hmm. we are the distributor wholesaler for those. Um, and the bars and restaurants buy from Jungle Gyms. Um, retail customers buy from Jungle Gyms. And there's you know 488 other OHLQ liquor agencies around the state. Wow. So with this, is this a pretty common thing or is Ohio unique in that with you all being the wholesaler? No, there's um, after prohibition, um, when it was illegal, federal government said, hey, it's not legal, but we're going to push down to the states how they do it. Okay. So, you know, after prohibition, um, 18 jurisdictions, including Ohio, Mm -hmm. Um, decided to be the wholesaler for the state, uh, for their state. And it's today it's 17. One state dropped out, state of Washington, um, which is a train wreck. Um, <laughs> um, but so 17, 17 jurisdictions, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, sure. Virginia, um, uh, to name a few, um, all do it in some version. And the, the real difference, it's, it's all supply and demand. It's all... Um, the same uh, supplier, same economic, same um, setup, except where the revenue goes. And in Ohio, the revenue goes to a private um, setup called Jobs Ohio. Jobs Ohio is invested in economic development for the state. So Intel is one good example of that. Okay. Um, they make it, they incentivize large companies to create jobs. And so the revenue from the liquor um, sales goes to Jobs Ohio, and that's how Ohio works. It's a unique private-public partnership that doesn't exist in any state, and so um, it's uh, really worked out well. Yeah, we when I started, you know, revenue in the state in 2017 from liquor sp- uh, sales was 975 million dollars. Wow! Uh, this year it'll be above 1.8 billion, and so. Good year. It's 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 really gone like this, um, and um, uh, you know, we we count on our agencies, our partners like Jungle Gyms and other, who really do a really good job. I mean, it's, this is a destination location, and so while people are here, they're in the liquor agency shopping. They're they're stopping at your, you know, your fifty seven different hot sauce end caps that you have here. <laughs> You know, so yeah, trying to find that unique thing. Yeah, and so it's a destination. It's marketing. It's you know, it's it's something we do. I had no idea it funneled back into the jobs too. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean? Uh, with, with the revenue going back into yeah. So in other words, if you're at a bar, you're taking a drink, and you're questioning yourself, well, you should have another drink. You're creating jobs. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Take it. Exactly. Every you know, sip you, goes. Every sip creates <laughs> jobs. You got to think of it that way. I mean, don't you know? See how connect those dots. That's perfect. Yeah, That's what I love about having given the right. room. I mean, <laughs> you know. But you know, that being said, what he's talking about, you know, uh, even though you have private and you have state uh, working together, and that's what he does. That's he doesn't have to, by the way. 
I don't want You know, he, he doesn't have to. Choose all choice. I mean, but it's good to partnership and work with each other. So, you know, and award the people that really see some. Well, some, a lot of the stores, a lot of stores, rightly so, they just carry the hot movers, Kroger's right. and everybody else. They carry the hot movers. Sure. They don't want to give up space for all these different liquors. Right. Well, Jungle Gyms, what we're about, like you said, hot sauce, this and that. I want everything. Why? Because I like when people come here, see, maybe I'm not making the profit I should on the bottle, but maybe that's the only reason they come in here for that one bottle. Right. So, you you know, sometimes, what do you say, you got to look long instead of short? Yeah. In retail, it's so. the big. It's a big picture, right? Yeah. Well, and a, ver- and a version of what he's saying. Um, also, you know, you're back. Like, what what states do this, and our states set up differently. And when you think about the the economics, what I get a lot of questions about is, well, I was in Indiana, or I was in New York, or I was in California, or I was in Texas, which are all private compared to the state of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Now, when you know Beam Centauri, or you know um, these these bourbon companies, Scotch or whatever you want want it to be. When they go to Florida or New York, they go from uh, store to store to store to store selling their spirits. And that store, because they're making the investment in what they're buying, are gonna buy what? Like Jungle says, fast movers. Exactly. Why? Because their limited budget, they can't afford to take risk. Sure. Um, they, it's a slim margin. They want to be able to pay their bills. And so your selection is a lot lower. Or if there's a real high demand bottle of something, it's on the shelf. And this is what I get all the time. Well, I was in uh, Indiana and I saw a bottle of Pappy on the shelf. I'm like, well, what, what was the price tag on it? Well, it was $4,000. Well, why did you buy it? Well, I'm not going to pay $4,000. <laughs> and so uh, you see it, but they're going to put their own price on it. In Ohio because we have the buying power, we can, we can take the chance on a bigger selection. Okay. We can take the chance on slower movers because there are um, ethnic preferences on spirits. Sure. There are regional preferences on spirits. Different categories move faster or slower depending on where in the state, state you are. And so the selection is gonna be bigger and the price is gonna be the same whether it's in Toledo or Marietta or sure. anywhere in between. So, you know, if, but the economics are the same. The suppliers who sell whatever it is, they're, they're gonna look like, where does my stuff sell? And where does it sell really fast? And for example, the bourbon category, which is really hot right now. Right. When you are looking at Diageo or Beam Centauri or Luxco or Heaven Hill or all of these places that make the bourbon that people want, right? They're looking at where do they sell their product? That's where they're going to put it. Like Jim Canepa, and to some degree, Jungle doesn't dictate to the people who make stuff where they're going to put it, because they want to put it where they're competing for market share against their competitors. So they're looking who's selling this product at this price point the fastest. Well, Ohio is fourth in the country in bourbon sales. Ooh behind California, Texas, and Florida. Ooh, wow. Now those are the three. I didn't know that, holy mackerel. Those are the three biggest states. They got you by numbers like crazy. So so when you look at Ohio being fourth, 
Holy macro. So where do suppliers who make the stuff want to bring it? Right. And so it's sort of like that self-fulfilling um, yeah, uh, transaction. It's like we sell it fast. We sell a lot. We get more. We get more rare. We get more, more of the more rare. But people are like, well, I, 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 don't, I never see Blanton, so that's because it's gone like that. Right. You know, you got people, Jungle Gym parking cars out there under the monorail right. because people are in line before the store even opens. They know that's where we keep the secret stash right. is right under the monorail. So, what, if, you go, if you went through the washing machine with it and then you looked at the pricing and went through the washing machine, look at everything, because companies got to make a profit. So they're footballing somebody's. These other stores have no restrictions. States have no restrictions That's on right. price. They might be footballing this, this, and this. But when you get done, they got to make a profit. That's right. So if you look at the pricing of non-regulated states and added it all up, it's got to be close to Ohio. It's got to be close. They have to make profit. Well, the the individual retailer, if he can sell it, will make. The revenue the the supplier when they sell it to me for fifty dollars a unit or to big red in indiana for fifty dollars a unit my markup is statutory it's always the same right it's roughly you know 28 30 percent and that's the taxes overhead all that kind of stuff in indiana they can they can put a 300 hundred dollar price tag on it the supplier doesn't get right that that retailer gets right. that but i mean when you get done they're selling, they're buying, you know, it, they still have to make, That's they right. have to make a profit. That's right. Well, they also have to make the right choice on what they're buying. Right. Like, you know, for you, if you buy, you know, a bunch of uh, uh, cookware out here, you spend $100,000 on pans that nobody wants, you yeah, know, so, what are you going to do with them? Yeah. You know, somebody asked me long a while back, you know, about the different philosophies between an open state and a controlled state. And I said to them, I said, what I think, and you can correct me, what I think is a control state offers more of the mom and pop places to be open. Okay. Because everybody's in the same price, same price. Right. Right. So it's good for the customer because you don't have, in other words, I'm at the size right now. And then you take Costco and everybody. We can so, we can get stuff in and football it. And before you know it, you got and it's not you got something really hot. You got a wine that's really hot, right? right. Costco's going to football or I'm going to football. Well, why do I want to have wine tastings? Why do I want to take my time and talk to different customers and come on, let's get together wine taste? Why do I want to do that? Because when I if it if it's a hot item, they football it. Well, so I mean, to your to your point. In, you know, I said before, the state of Washington, who was, you know, an open state or was a control state turned to open. Well, what happens to his point? You know, yeah. Amazon, Walmart. Right. Right. Sam's Club. Right. Costco. And right. then guess what? All the mom and pops. They close. Yeah. This way here. And, and I still think, like I said, when it goes through the washing machine, those places, when they're rocking and rolling with the price, whatever, they have to make profit. Of course. They might make something here, something there, but they have to make profit. And I and it would benefit me the size I am mm -hmm. to be open and not have a closed system. Right. Because we could we bring them in all but yeah. as far as 
Ohio and that being more of a club, uh, introducing wine and spirits and stuff like this, and also the small mom and pops all over that you don't have to drive 25 minutes to get someplace because cause it's all the same price. It, and it protects small businesses. And I, That's right. I like it. That's right. You know, if you're in New York, <clears throat> I say other, you know, somebody comes up to me, um, uh, we call them five-stage Klingons. They know everything about bourbon. And they're going to tell me, <laughs> got me cornered. Sure. I was in New York, and I went to this place, and they had blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, where do you live in New York? Well, how far did you have to drive? Oh, I, dro I drove four hours to get there. Right. So one place <laughs> in New York that everybody drives to to get the whatever it is. Right. And that's what happens, right? Is that one guy dominates the market, and everybody else shuts down. And again, it's like sort of like the Pygmalion effect. Where do the, the suppliers want to put their stuff? Right. In that one place. Right. Sure. And it becomes a snowball effect. Now, you came in touch because the little place wants 10 cases. He'll take 100. They're going to give him 100. So it's it's nice. It's it's. And I'm, I started out small on the side of the road. Yeah. And I think that small businesses are the heart of America, and it just helps a lot of them, you know. I love that about you, by the way. I think that's really what great. What do you mean? Just that you're still, you know what I mean? Like, you're still yeah. proud of where you came from. I think that's really he, cool. He makes you laugh like he's a clown? Yeah. A little right. bit. What do you Occasionally. mean? What are you saying? <laughs> you think he's funny? Yeah, it's like, it's like are you going, you're going to go full Pesci on yeah. me now? <laughs> he's here to humor you, uh, Mark? I mean, yeah. realistically, today, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's been, we got him, and we just said, run with it. And boy, is he running with it. I see on uh, YouTube a lot. Isn't you know? that great? Yeah, it's super cool. So, all over the place. So this is a good segue, right? Please. So we buy, we're the, we're, the, we're the wholesaler, right? So we buy outside of the bourbon category or the tequila category, which is, is crazy growth and yeah. crazy demand. But gin, vodka, scotch, cordials, um, rum, that demand in those categories is flat. I mean, if you take Tito's out of the vodka category and you take Jameson out of the Irish whiskey category, mm -hmm. those are, that's flat demand. No and kidding, they're, it, that, they're that big. I mean, Tito's is a juggernaut, Jameson, juggernaut. And so it's a flat demand. Now it's high volume demand. Okay. Right, so it's not like we're not making money because vodka is, the, is typically by volume the biggest selling item. Interesting. But. That's because it doesn't show on your breath. You can come home, your wife doesn't know <laughs> so, you Pro tips. <laughs> yeah, so, pro tip. So, so when we're making purchases of, you know, a thousand cases of something that you're hoping is going to be the next trend. Um, oh, it's a, you know, creamsicle flavored vodka. <laughs> or it's a botanical gin. Right. Or whatever it is. Okay, we've got that inventory now. We own it. Like he's got a big pile of inventory. He's got to figure out what to do with it. He's got it. In, he's invested in it, you know. And so we have to figure out creative ways to move that. So what's one creative way? A markdown, right? I'm a huge fan of a markdown. So there's a markdown. Well, you put a, you put bottles in 489 stores, and it's markdown. Well, people walk in and they grab what they're gonna grab, and and that thing is still sitting there. Now it's gathering dust. And now Jobs Ohio, who gets the revenue from this, their accountants are looking at it like, you've got X number of dollars invested in 
bottles that aren't moving. What are you going to do about it, Jim? Wow. Bright idea. Ah. Wow. <laughs> I love the right? design. It just right? the bottle. Bright idea. Great. How about we do an event where the last stop before destroying all this stuff, because it's not selling, is a 40% markdown at a place like Jungle Gyms? <sighs> This is what he's talking about, the upcoming event. It's uh, going to be absolutely crazy. I'm excited about that. You're 40% for real? Yeah. <laughs> because the next stop is destroying it. Yeah. Because think about it. Each spot on Jungle's shelves out here is real estate. There's something there taking sure. that space. And if something there is taking that real estate and it's not selling, it's, it's taking the spot of something that will sell. Right. So we need to take those non-sellers off of that real estate and get rid of it or destroy it. Yeah. And, and so it's going to be a huge event all in one place on two days. What is it? The 8th and 9th of October? 8th and 9th. 8th and 9th. crazy. 8th and 9th. parking cars. Well, we did this one other time. our side hustle. You and me will be running valet out there, jungle. Well, we did, this, we did this one other time in Columbus five years ago, and it was a zoo. People really? were lined up outside the door before they were open because <laughs> there's sco scotches, you know, you know, a $400 bottle of scotch, 40% off. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, a thousand dollar bottle of rum, 40% off. Yeah. Now and it's so time to try. Now, it's I mean, be nuts. and so we have this event and, but we, but we're also, you know, Hey, some people, it's not just markdowns. It's, rare, weird stuff that didn't sell. Um, but we're also bringing in um, stuff that people are chasing around. It's the single barrel buys um, that you can only get one, you know, when it's gone, it's gone. I call right. them snowflakes. It's single barrels um, that we bring into the state. They disappear in days and we're bringing a bunch of that stuff here uh, for those chasers. Right. The empty, so when we buy bourbon, they, we buy them by the barrel. Like, for example, uh, Maker's Mark, we buy 40 barrels at a time oh, wow. of, of the, the special select. When, those, when they bottle it, we still own those empty barrels. So we bought last year 450 barrels of bourbon. Ooh, I like empty yeah. barrels. So we've got empty barrels that we're going to give away. No kidding. Every hour on the hour. Or what is it? Every 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't. What is it? It's going to be a what big event. It won't <laughs> frequently be given away. Every hour, we're going to do another one. I, did, I, did, uh, I was just showing them that area back there. I mean, that grass area, I hope it doesn't rain. Right. Because there'll be people parking in. We're going to have to park cars in that grass I'm area. sure. I, I brought my, uh, I got my license ready. Let's go. So <laughs> yeah. that's going to be amazing. But did, did you hear what he was talking about when he's talking about movement of inventory and how precious and retail sure their spaces yeah absolutely do you hear what he says it's crazy the you know, lot of you see how much space you take up here i know i can't <laughs> believe it honestly <laughs> i'm just i'm just bringing this it up it's room. one of those times yeah, jungle that i'm, I'm like oh, this is a retail space your your opportunity i'm cost. cutting into the i know right i know i'm thinking about it i'm like uh oh this is a i'm on the way out boys yeah, i don't want dust i don't want dust in here your, your opportunity cost <laughs> that's why i'm always moving <laughs> Oh, are, are there any particularly unique things that people can keep an eye out for at this? I know you kind of mentioned. So there's going to the be flights. there's going to be what on? How are we? There, it's either online or there's lists or there's something. Yeah. How are we doing this? October one, they'll be able to go to ohlq.com. Ohlq.com, October one. 
Cool. Um, it's our website if you've not been on it. I've, I have, well, just a little bit for research purposes. Okay. So well, not enough, but I'll be on there for this. For sure. if, if, if you are a, a whiskey person yeah. or a tequila person, um, I think I'd and, like you're not, and you're not on OHLQ.com to see what the offerings are, recipes, things like that, you're out of touch. And you're also not getting a head start. Yeah, smart. You're not getting a head start um, that, you know, 100, over 100,000 people who are signed up get for rare offerings. And so oh. this is a unique event. Now, you know, you've seen this show, American Pickers. Yeah. Okay. He is the original. Before that show existed. <laughs> he is the American He's the American Picker. Right? Picker. Yeah. I mean, if you've been, yeah. if you come to this place and I was just lost in the kombucha aisle, it's all the stuff that he picked because that's what he likes to do. It's rare, unique. He, 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 he's a collector. Yeah. You know, when we were thinking about doing an event, I thought of Jungle Gym. I mean, that was the place to go because if people want weird deals, it's not going to be sold anymore. Yeah. They're going to be picking liquor pickers. I'm sure it's going to be. You're going to advertise or what? What's going to happen with this? You guys are going to advertise, yep. and that's probably going to be, and we're going to start advertising too, right? Yep. Yep. Should be exciting. Put it on the billboards. We'll put on. We should run it on the thing close too on the billboard. Put a sign on the dinosaur's head. Yeah, out there. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, what? I mean, it's going to be a zoo. This is part of that jungle gym's craziness. And I'm. I heard also there's going to be uh, what uh, close out wine sales. Yeah. Yeah, I just told Eddie. I mean, he's he's yeah. probably sitting down. He probably can't get over it. <laughs> that we, you know, we we do have a lot of deals. We have a lot of deals right now coming through, half price deals sure. on really nice wines and beers. And we're going to be also putting some skids of that out there too. To it's a great idea. Yeah, you keep moving. I, I, so it's going to be a very value oriented. You know, it's going to be a good weekend to be a jungle gym shopper for sure. Well, it's it's value oriented because it's like, look, this is the last stop on the, on yeah. a, on a train for for this stuff. But also, we're sprinkling in the stuff that oh yeah people chase around the state. Oh, yeah. That's oh my god, you're gonna excited. have every oh. Geez. <laughs> <laughs> camped out. I was just gonna say, yeah, I'm, you're gonna see him camping out. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen over there. They made you a nice little space in the humidor for all the guests, oh, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't want to get to labels. Maybe I should, my son, whatever. Could you I mean, always edit it? Yeah, of course. Go for it. You know what I was surprised at? The other day I bought uh, VO. Seagram's VO? Me, myself? I think that's a wonderful drink. I mean, I would compare it to any of the whiskeys. Really? 20 bucks. It was really? $19.99 for what? Half a gallon? What is that? Gallon. Yeah, it's that's twenty dollars too. That's ten dollars a bottle. That's amazing. Well, well, you know, I never pay attention to price. I love that story um, because again, I get the stage five Klingons who come like, rah, 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 "This is the best. This is the only thing you should drink." And I can't believe. And why do you like anything else? And I'm like, um, "You like pizza, right? <laughs> right?" And people are like this about their pizza. Oh, for it's sure. like the best place ever is over here. Well, I'm like, I hate that pizza. Yeah, the sauce that's, is yeah. That's why there's twenty different. It's kinds. too much oregano right. in that sauce. But you like oregano, fine. That's cool. Yeah. I don't want. I and it's doughy crust. I don't like doughy crust. I like a thin crust. So don't yeah. tell me about vo not stacking up to other whiskeys because there's a vo drinker who loves it. Right. And so I I've come sort sort of full 
uh, evolution on on whiskey, and I'm sure people have done that with vodka, Irish, yeah. Scotch, whatever. But it's like I'm worn out of you know people chasing stuff around like it's uh, Beanie Babies right. or <laughs> or Pokemon Go or people whatever. Are yeah. do oh, that. Adult poke, you know, like they get they get very passionate about the things that they love and well, then they, they dive into. They far. don't even know what it tastes like. Right. Right. They just know that everybody right. is chasing. Uh, right. Pokemon right. characters. Yeah. And I got to chase the Pokemon characters. <laughs> you should have been, because we had a lot of those on our site here. A lot of those, whatever the hell it was. Figures. Whatever. Yeah. Remember, Phil? We oh, had a yeah. ton. There were people all over this place. I'm thinking, what are these? I said, it's Monday, Monday morning. I said, don't these people have jobs? <laughs> I mean, they're walking around the parking lot over here all night long. A Pokemon? Doing this. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Yeah. So. What I you say? So I love the idea. I go into the liquor agency, and I was just in here before earlier when I got into the show, and I'm like, I love that there's stuff on your shelf that people walk right past, and I'm like, drink, because I don't, I don't, I don't get stressed out about it, and it's it's fantastic uh, whiskey that people walk right past because they're chasing the Pokemon Go character. <laughs> A little too much fun at that point, right? Well, it's, it's not even fun. Yeah. It's not fun at all. It's stressful. And so, like, I'm kind of, I've got I'm worn out of it. And so, like, I'm trying different scotches, different Canadians, di different, you know, uh, there's a rum society meeting I'm going to go to. Oh, wow. You know, to try cool. different rum. That sounds fun. You know? Yeah. See, I like all that shit, man. We got to figure out a way to bring that stuff in. Yeah. We gotta figure out. I gotta that'd be a, that'd well, be a fun I mean, thing to do. It's just like like you're saying. I tell people there's so many good actual products out there that you don't need to chase that unicorn because you're never really going to find it. And if you do, you're too scared to. Or you're going to open it, and you're going to pay. <laughs> yeah, right. Three times. What Three times. Yeah, right. yeah, but that's what people do. That's what they do. I mean, I see these guys lined up every Friday morning, and you're right. Not one of them will describe how it tastes or. You know the flavor notes they just know they want it mm -hmm. but it, it, it's I, cool I, yeah I, I i'd be more than happy if someone said oh man that's so smooth you know it's it, it, it goes well with a cigar i had the right. other day but you never hear that you know no. you know you know what irritates me about that i know i told you guys so it irritates me about that is these people they're out there they're not customers yeah they're lined up there to get their damn bottle then they leave right i make the same percentage whether he buys it you buy it they don't make any difference to me what does make a difference to me is I have regular customers that maybe have a job, a real job. Yeah. You know, they're not flipping these things on the internet, whatever right. it is. They have a real job and they come in here after work and they're shopping for a few things and they go in there and it's not there. That's what irritates that is me. The, that is probably the biggest. So topic. what, so what um, hopefully you do, um, uh, which we urge, because there's people who do work, get off at five, get off at uh, yeah, eight, I mean. get whatever, um, is you put the inventory out on the shelves in stages. Hmm. Now, it, I leave it to the retailers to figure out where their pain threshold is, right? And yeah. so yeah. if, like I have some people who are like, you know, I hate people lining up and I just put it all out on yeah. Saturday. And people get line. rid of them. You don't want the hassle. It's not. I every, don't want to confront idiots. Right. So, so it's all. Ahead. So right. it's all one day right. on a Saturday. Yeah. And then others, they'll they'll put some out in the morning. They'll put something out in the afternoon. They'll put some out at, in the evening. So those regular customers 
Have a shot. At have least. a shot. At, yeah, I know, at but then they don't they have the inventory? Yeah, but it's they do. They know you have it. Right. And it'll but give, what so we're we saying, we know you have so many bottles. What? But what we're saying is, it's sort of dealer's choice to put it out. Now you got to put it out. You can't wait for the next day, and you can't like you know hide it back there. But if you're staging it in regular intervals throughout the day, we will. Well, whether if you if you. If you're willing to take the heat from these people. Like I said, what's your, pressure, fresh, what's your pain threshold? threshold? Pain. Yeah. yeah. I and think we do want. a little bit of that, but we don't really. Yeah, it just gets mean, for lack of a better it do, word. It does, sure. doesn't it? That's and that's what, I, that, that's what I was talking about. Mean, you know, these people. They, they, I know, they, they get mean. They that's what I was saying mean. before. It's like, I'm worn out you of, don't, of yeah, that. You don't, you, don't, you can't win with the people in, that are in line, and you really don't win with the people that come in here, like you say, at 5 o'clock. They can't get it. So yeah. you're just, but here's what here's what my observation is, and I don't know, Jungle, if you have the same observation with in your career with other stuff, is the same people who always had special access, right? They're always the ones that scream the loudest when they can't get something. Now the regular customers who suddenly have opportunities and access to get stuff that the that those small group. I call them the one percenters. You know, they know somebody, they got the hookup, and they're all they're grabbing it all up to sell it illegally on the internet. But the regular folks, they don't they, they're so happy when they have an opportunity to get access to stuff that, that those one percenters. So we kind of changed what we did. Mm-hmm. What we said is let's do it fairly. Let's do it as fairly as possible. And, you know, again, I don't have any like real original ideas. Yeah, but that's a tough one. the the I got this idea from um, the the president of Buffalo Trace Sazerac, a guy named Mark Brown, and when I when I came into the job in 2017, you know you've heard of Pappy Van Winkle yeah. or the BTAC collection, Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Mm-hmm. We were cut off when I got oh, when wow. I came into the job. We weren't getting it, and you know believe it or not, there are booze conventions. Um, twice a year, go on, and you meet with the suppliers. <laughs> you meet with the suppliers. The states meet with the suppliers. My counterparts, and I mean, those are we're competitive, right? Sure. So I want stuff that Pennsylvania doesn't get. Yeah. Or I want what I want their share, and Virginia's <laughs> trying to get my share. I love it. And so we're all meeting with the vendors. Like this is why we, we should get more. And I see I see this guy, and I'm like, how come how come we don't have Pappy Van Winkle in Ohio? And it's, you know, it's rare, it's low production, it's aged, everybody wants it. Right. Um, and he said, well, I cut you off in Ohio because, and this is before I got the job, because it doesn't get sold fairly. And I'm like, what do you mean? You, you, you sell it, you're making, you're, you're making your money on whether you sell it to this person or that person. What do you, you know, basically, in my mind, and he's like, no, we, think about it. We're a company. We are after market share from our competitors. Right. And when it comes to Ohio, it goes to VIPs. And if it goes to VIPs every single time, how is that trickling down to my other brands? Because they sell Ancient Age. They sell Wheatley. They sell all kinds of other things. And I'm like, well, what do I need to do? I don't get. I don't get what you just said. He. I don't know what the difference the, is between. I don't understand. Especially because they want market share for right. all their brands. Right. And, and 
Pappy Van Winkle is not where they make all their money. That's just sort of a a brand leader. Right. But they've got Colonel Taylor, Blanton's, Eagle Rare, uh, on and on and on, all the way down to um, the, the bottom shelf. And so they want market share against Maker's Mark, Heaven Hill, Luxco. Right. And when it only goes to the same people, special people, every single time, their, their brand leader, those unicorns, it does nothing for their marketing and merchandising. Because those people put it in their special collection, boom. But if regular people had access to it, now they're talking, they're on social media, they're taking pictures with their bottle, it's marketing. And so they want that marketing effort. And so I'm like, what do you, what, what do you want me to do? What, what should I do? He goes, do lotteries. And so that's why we do lotteries for Pappy Van Winkle, because now regular people, not the insider with the special hookup, has the opportunity to get it. And the people who get it are, you would think that they, you know, won the uh, Ohio lottery. You know, now it's not free. They have to pay the, sure. the, the, the retail price for it. But what does that do? Now the supplier is happy with Ohio. Right. Now we start getting more, more volume, more bottles, more love from that supplier, which everybody chases. And so that's one example about, hmm. you know, selling a product fairly. It's like, it doesn't really, like, I was like, you I was like, what? I don't really? get it either. So when you go to Indiana or something like this, so they bring it in and instead of selling it for $50 or $100, they sell it for a thousand. So well, how does that? I, well, they sell it, but it's, it goes in and out the back door to his neighbor every time. Boop, 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 boop. It does nothing for the market. I mean, they, you know, you are marketing, like you said before, um, Jungle Gyms has a brand, right? And people are coming here because they have access to lots of different stuff. And so, you know, you're, you're competing and you want to stand out compared to a grocery store across the street. Well, they want to stand out too. They want to stand out and they have you know, a 10 year plan, a hundred year plan, you know? And so marketing- God bless them, I only have 10 days. <laughs> market, market share is important. And so, like I said, not my idea, but that's what selling products fairly, it earns the love and respect from the people who make it. Right. Right, could I do it a different way? Yeah, but then guess what? They shut the spigot off. Right. Oh no, if he's a supplier and you want his product, you gotta dance. It sounds like a fairly easy dance to do now that you kind of you know would the be steps, surprised, right? You would be surprised. Learn the choreography. You'd be surprised. There are some states, yeah, who, by God, they're going to do it the way they want to do it, or retailers, by God, they're going to do it the way they. Well, that's their prerogative, but the supplier doesn't have to give it to you. Hmm. That's really interesting. It makes a ton of sense too. And, I, and thinking about that, it's, I, again, I'm just so surprised so many people wouldn't be interested in playing ball. I mean, I feel like that's you would be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> That <laughs> seems like the only way forward. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. I'm so looking forward to this event, guys. Like, you have no idea. But well, I'm going to probably be out there parking cars if he starts advertising yeah. stuff. Yeah, last I'll, be, I'll, I'll take the tickets for you. Yeah, last time I was parking cars, I didn't, I didn't, I had no idea because I don't pay attention, you know. Your secrets are always good with me because I don't pay attention <laughs> to anything. And 
I walked over there and I just saw these cars coming from everywhere. Well, all I just, I'm going, what the hell is going on here? I didn't have time to think about it because the lot filled up so fast. The area in the back, the dirt was filled up and all of a sudden they started circling. So I started parking them in the grass. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on yeah. until somebody started getting out of the car and I said, what's happening here? I didn't even know. It's raffle. It was a raffle. It was yeah. a raffle of a uh, hundred bottles or something. Yeah, it was crazy. You guys actually set up a miniature liquor store, very small, on the bottom of the stairs over there with registers and stuff, right? And people, they, did, we, did we have the bingo hopper? Yeah. Yeah. And we picked the. Yeah, you had numbers. That's awesome. <laughs> and then we would announce over the loudspeaker, yeah. right? Yeah, you knew. So anyway, you get some of these people. I mean, they were excited. And what's that? You know, 19, 21, 69. Oh my God, right? Other people are hanging around like 429. I mean, might as well have lunch or dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it was, it was fun. Oh, this will be good. Learned a little bit about the I industry. A, I learned a lot about the Honestly, I'm hoping you'll come back at some point to do more. Nope. This, okay, perfect. <laughs> He's not coming back. This is it. This is it. Jungle, right, Jungle asked me to shot. do it. That was it. <laughs> see, you don't like podcasts. I do appreciate you coming out and doing this. So seriously, no, but this is Thank good. you. Yeah. This is a really eye-opening. I mean, honestly, this is all kinds of stuff I I wouldn't have even thought to ask realistically, you know. My job is to create a fertile environment for people who make the stuff that we want to drink. Beautiful. And if they see Ohio as the place where we're selling it more and faster at higher price points, mm -hmm. where, where their competitors are selling it, yeah. then I've done my job, which sort of like... Back when I'm back to number four in the country in bourbon sales. Yeah. Bourbon is the hottest selling thing right now. So being number four gets the attention of the people who make it. Right. Right. And that's the game. And so that's, you know, is it complicated? No. It's what, what does somebody who makes something uh, value? Easy to market. Not complicated bureaucracy. Right. They we facilitate their marketing merchandising plans. We don't Bigfoot over the top of it. If they say, hey, I know you got 499 or 489.89 stores, Jim, but really our market is jungle gyms down in uh, Fairfield or over here, here, here. Can we put them in these stores? Yep. Now, could I say no? Sure. Sure. But yeah. then they go to Virginia. Remember, I'm, I'm I am competing against uh, Canada, I'm competing against Japan, I'm competing against Europe, and all states in the country. And so if I can be the place that the supplier thinks is valuable to their bottom line, I've done my job. And that's just, it's, it's, it's marketing, it's sales. What, it's, we could take this off, we don't have to. Sure. How on. What, being that you do work for the state and it's government, how do they evaluate what you do, in other words, if, if, if you look at the last director, take away inflation and whatever else you wanna do, you, the attitude of if you have a director that is, you know, is a good director, but they don't have the marketing bug, they don't have, you know, how, how important is when people look at your job and they say, wow, this guy, he's got his fingers, Great question. So the metrics for me are pretty straightforward. So 
Grocers Association, right? Uh, Spirits Association, right? Um, the uh, Bars and Restaurants Association. All the people who have vested interest in the products that the Ohio, that Ohio is the wholesaler for are my judges of whether I'm doing a good job. If you think I'm doing a good job, then the people who evaluate me think I'm doing a good job. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So, oh, if, I it, so if you say, you know, that Canapa, like. Never see the guy. What's I, going that, on? That, that Canapa, what a jerk. You know, I can never get a hold of him. He won't yeah. do my podcast. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, you, know. You, you call the Grocers Association or you call your lobbyist right. okay. and they, they call, you know, and they say, Pff. so, you know, so that's the people who have stakeholders who have vested interest. That's fair. In what I do. If, if you're impacted, your business is being, either I have them helping your business or I'm hurting your business. And that's right. the same with the people who, uh, the suppliers, retailers, the bars and restaurants, and the, you know, the, a large component of what we do is, is responsible consumption. And so am I interested in revenue for, for economic development? Sure, but it's gotta be done responsibly. And so if I was you know, uh, a liquor pusher, irresponsible, that's part of my grade card. You know, so all of those things go into the mix. And you know, at, at the end of the day, um, you know, when, the, when the sales and revenue look like that kind of line. Hey, you're a hero. Yeah. And you're doing it responsibly. Every, all boats lifted, right? Yeah. Right. So the, the, that has to be a big item, your sales. I mean, yeah. same thing in this store, sales, 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 right? Yeah. You know, so if you're, if you're doing that, you know, that's great. Yeah. What happens when? Well, then, and, then I retire. I don't know. You retire. <laughs> I got, no, a, you I got know, a hunting cabin that I'm just yeah, dying to You know what? Time. I'll tell you something. Same thing with, same thing with uh, Eastgate store, Ken Geis. I mean, that man got me over there. And he's backed me and helped me whenever he could. Even after I signed the paper, he could have walked away and said, I got the guy. Right. His ass is on the line. Yeah. His investments. I don't have to. But he did. He supported. He supported. You know what I mean? And like what you're doing today, coming I'm not blowing smoke either. Coming over here, you want to be a partner to the, I mean. Right. We're, right. we're on this together. We want to do well. You want to do well. Respect. You know, responsibly. Right. Yeah. And well, this whole event, you know, he had to say yes. Right. I pit, we pitched it. He said yes. He could have said no, punch off. And we would have found somewhere else. Right. And so that's like the partnership. I respect, I mean, this is exactly the three ring circus that this event needs. Yeah. It's a, it, it made, when I heard about this, I was like, this makes so much sense for 40% us. 40% yeah. off. And, it's crazy. <laughs> and rare <laughs> items are going to be there too. Are yeah. you kidding me? Are you? I know. I'm, and I'm, every, everybody who's got a basement bar who wants barrels. Oh my God. That's another thing. For yeah. their seats, for, you know, the chairs, the bar backs, the, the paneling, the, you know, they make racks out of it. Yeah. They use all that, those rings for things. And so, so all those barrels, really, you bought with yeah, juice inside. Four hundred and fifty a year. So they stack year. up. They stack up, and you said, "Hey, let's let's do a little 
We're taking up cherry, space. Cherry on the ice cream over here. <laughs> yeah. Let's put some cherry on. You come to this event, we're going to be giving away where really cold yeah. barrels, don't, too. Don't, so, don't so, show up with a little Honda. Yeah. And, yeah, think you, and think you're getting a barrel in it. Yeah. Right, right. Don't do that. Yeah, we're not helping load. No. <laughs> you're on your own. No. This is good. This is good. I mean, I don't... No, that's great. I heard he told me he pitched it. You know, he came over and said, how many pallets do you think? You know, he was like, you know, how many cases are on a pallet? And, you know, I kind of told him on the delivery, but... Uh, Said, we, we we took I, stuff from everywhere in the state I and brought said, it I here. So I think you get about twenty. Fun. You get about twenty-two on a trailer. I think you know, be all right. Yeah, and four hundred what four hundred different yeah. skews. Yeah. How long Crazy. are you gonna? You right? gonna four hundred different. A little skews? taste of Ohio. Four hundred different items. Four different products, two, yeah, including Ohio. Made. Including so Ohio. Two made. trailers. Yeah. I'm going to drink my way through the entire thing. I'm really no, looking what, forward to it. <laughs> what happens if it gets to be totally crazy and we just. I mean, You're people are that. lined up. I You're, mean, it's like that's what the second day is for. <laughs> no, <the> second day. <laughs> we might have to have an encore. Maybe go to number yeah. three. Yeah. Well, let's go. You know, we'll be out there. We've got a whole right. bands lined up and everything. Okay. <laughs> Jim, thanks so much for joining us today. I know you weren't really a fan of doing podcasts, but I thought you did a great job. Honestly, I would listen to you do a liquor podcast. Take that for what it's worth. I have very particular tastes. All kidding aside, everyone. Well, I guess I wasn't kidding. I mean that very genuinely. Uh, you should do the show about Ohio liquor laws. But I'm looking forward to seeing all of you here this Saturday and Sunday at the Oscar station to get 40% off liquor. What? I mean, it's, you don't get deals like that. That's what Jungle Gyms is all about. And hey, you know what? This is a great time for me to remind you all that our International Wine Festival is coming up on November 12th. I want to sell out all of the connoisseur-level tickets. Think of it as a fancy version of VIP. We're doing food bearings. There's all kinds of wines to try. I want to sell those babies out. So go to junglegyms.com, get yourself a ticket, and get ready to see me at the International Wine Festival. On that... I actually want to take a dip in the pool real quick. So I'll see you out there in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Morrison.